Listen, all you New Yorkers. This is the 77 WABC minicast. With us is KT McFarlane, and she was the Deputy National Security Advisor to the United States. Uh, and uh, this KT, there's so many things going on. I don't know where to begin. I don't know where to end. Uh, the good news is on. On Thursday afternoon, they extended the, the Senate extended the budget, so that's one less headache. You tell us what's going on. You know, there's an expression that says great nations decline slowly and then quickly, and wars start slowly and then quickly. And and we're now at the quickly part because not there. The Middle East is on fire. Europe is on fire with Ukraine. China's on fire with Taiwan, and the United States appears to be impotent in all these situations. And, and Iran, for example, Iran, for every day, Iran ups the ante, either with Iranian proxies attacking American or allied ships in the region, um, or Iran itself now is directly attacking Pakistan, directly attacking American interests in northern Iraq from Iran proper. So as long as the Biden administration just doesn't respond or looks the other way or has a half, you know, just a half effort to try to retaliate against what they're doing, these, these attacks will continue. You know, for example, on American ships, these missiles that are coming from the, Yemen, the Houthis in Yemen, the, the perimeter defense, in other words, that as a missile just about to hit an American ship, then we knock it out of there. But we're not going back to the source of the missile, missile launcher in Yemen. And as long as we don't go to the missile launcher, then, you know, the missiles are going to keep flying. And it's the attempt of the Biden administration. They think they're preventing war by doing this, by not having much of a response by making nice to Iran, by placating Iran. But in fact, they're encouraging a war because Iran is going to keep doing this and keep doing this and keep doing this until at one point a missile is going to get through our defensive perimeter. It's going to strike an American ship and you're going to have a lot of Americans die and then we're at war. A war we don't want, a war we're not prepared to fight, and a war that could have been avoided. I understand last week that even, you know, the uh, Pakistan got involved uh, and uh, uh, China has almost threatened uh, the United States. I don't know exactly what the words were that uh, they shouldn't bomb uh, the Houthis anymore. <clears throat> I mean, who else can get involved? Well, the North Koreans are making a little noise. Maybe they'll, they'll stick their heads up. And there's, of course, South America, where you never know what's going to happen in South America. But but the point being that the Biden, you know, once once the world, in particular our adversaries, perceive weakness, and confusion or distraction on the part of the American president, that's when they make their moves. They don't wait until we're strong. They make the move when we're weak, and that's what's happening now. And so I think you'll see increasing threats and challenges to the United States increase in frequency and in intensity. Has, uh, uh, I, I'm losing track. Has France uh, and uh, Spain and Italy reversed its course uh, on on their Red Sea policy, because last week they said they're not going to help. Uh, they're 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 leaving it up to the United States and Great Britain. But the point being, in the Red Sea, you know that's European trade. They should be involved with this. And if the United States is going to defend free shipping, you know, international shipping, freedom of the seas in the Red Sea, that's the trade that goes from Europe through the Suez Canal through the Red Sea to Asia. That's not our stuff. That's the stuff that's going from Europe to Asia. So any European country that says, well, we're going to sit it out, we'll let America do it, 
No, we should insist. If you expect us to defend freedom of navigation in these seas, freedom of commerce, you should be with us. At least be with us in moral support if you're not going to lend any um, any contribution to the effort. But it brings up the point that um, Donald Trump was very hard on the Europeans, said, where's your 2%? You all pledged to put 2% of your GNP towards defense. You're not doing it. America's spending a lot more than it's 2%. We're spending 3, 3.5% of our GNP on defense. We're spending to defend you. You've got to up the ante. You've got to come up with their contributions. And all of these countries, you know, the German, everybody said, well, not now. It's really tough. You know, we'll get to it eventually, but not now. But this should make the point to the European countries. If we have a common defense, you have to pay your share, and they're not doing it. Well, KT McFarlane, thank you so much for the update. And uh, uh, let's go day by day and see where we go uh, the, uh, you know, by next week. Thank you so much. Thank you, John.